Right, we're on. Redscast, back. Season's back, how are we, Steve? Ah, fantastic. This is uh, season three, episode one. Are we on now, is it? Yeah, season three, episode one. Third season of the Redscast, which is a bit mad. Starts in the middle of the season we won the league, didn't we? Just after the United game. When we was that yes. when was that when we put the nail in Mourinho's coffin? Was um, I'd have to go back and watch it, um, but I really, really, really hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that was I'd the like, game. I'd like to think we had a little. Yeah, I feel like that was the game where Shakiri um, pretty much ended Mourinho's career at United. I'm not too sure. I could, I could be that, wrong. No, I don't think that was the season we won the league. Was it the season we won the league? Is where uh, Mo got that last minute. Well, not last minute, but where he, where he broke away from that, Alison, uh, Alison assist, on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was the year we won. But that was at Anfield, I'm trying to think. With Mourinho. But this, to, let, let's get it right, this year we're going to win the league as well. I'm, I'm quietly confident, myself. <laughs> I, I am, I'm quietly confident. Uh, like quite a lot of people have been saying, oh, City are going to win the league. If it's not City, it's Chelsea. And for me, it's just a bit like... Why are they going to win the league? We've got the likes of Van Dijk, Gomez returning, which then's allowing the likes of Fabinho to play in midfield, Hendo to play in midfield. Canate's being brought in, who looks like a unit. I still think we're going to bring in an attacker probably up before the first game of the season, but we can win the league, can't we, Steve? Yeah, so don't get me wrong. City are strong. Chelsea are strong. If Chelsea have just got Lukaku in, haven't they? Yeah. Um, he's going to be a handful. Um, so City have got Grealish, although... I'm not sure he's going to make a massive amount of difference up at City. Uh, good player, technical player, but the amount of good technical players they've got up there, he's just one amongst many. Yeah, see, that's the thing. With with Jack Grealish, now he's a world-class player. I'd love him at Liverpool, but the way I look at it is, I'm not com- going to compare him to Christian Benteke, but Benteke was the big man at Aston Villa before Liverpool come and yeah. bought him. And then he made that step to the next level. And he just couldn't mm-hmm. do it. And it, it sort of ruined Benteke's career because he's, he hasn't found the form since Liverpool. Now, I'm not saying Jack Grealish is going to come in and and flop, but to pay £100 million for a player who's never played European football, and now he's... When you look at the pot system, City could end up in a group with the likes of PSG, Atletico Madrid and stuff like that, where... Not Atletico, Barcelona, Real Madrid, where Liverpool pretty much got it easier this year. So could Jack Grealish mm-hmm. step up to the place in terms of going into games with the likes of Mbappes and Messi's in one team. I, d- I don't know because we've never seen him. Uh, but I do think... I mean, this... I think he has got it in him. He is a, he is a really, really talented footballer. Yeah. Um, he's definitely got the ability. I, I just don't think he makes a massive amount of difference to City because they've got that already. But there's already been talk of changing his position, hasn't it, to the number eight at City? And I'm just like, Why? He's so effective on that left-hand side. But I was watching the overlap in Gary Neville's thing with Carragher on the other day. And Carragher summed Jack Grealish up perfectly because he was saying the thing with Jack Grealish is he likes time on the ball. He likes to draw in fouls and get the fouls to make the free kicks, etc., etc. Where at City, is he going to get that amount of time on the ball? He was doubled up at Aston Villa, but then with Manchester City... You don't get as much time when you're a team like City or you're a team like Liverpool who are going to say say Norwich like Liverpool are on the weekend. We're not going to get as much as much time as Jack Grealish would say with Aston Villa playing Norwich, are we? I don't know. That's hard to say because, um, as you say, Villa he 
he was the man that everyone targeted. So the second he got the ball, he put on him. Where at City, <laughs> he's one amongst about seven players there where you would want to double up on all of them and you can't. So he might get a little bit more time on the ball because, you know, there's two players getting dragged away to, to Gundogan or to De Bruyne or, you know, Bernardo Silva, whoever. They've got a, a Mare, they've got a multitude of players there who, who opposition teams will want to double up on. See, he's not going to be the, the target anymore. My my theory, let me tell you this, with, with Manchester City this year is they're going to flop. Now, the reason I'm going, I think they're going to flop is because you've got players like Sterling, Jesus. Now, Gabriel Jesus, if you don't get um, Harry Kane, is their focal point. He is going to be their, mm. their number nine. He's being tried to be included in the Harry Kane deal. You've got Raheem Sterling who's being offered, Laporte who's being offered. Players aren't happy because they're getting offered out to go and in the Kane deal. Then you've got the likes of Phil Foden. Surely he's a bit fuming at the season of his life and then they go and spend 100 million on Jack Grealish. Like Jack Grealish plays the same position as Phil Foden. So I think there's going to be a little bit of like disarray, so to speak, in, in the Man City squad. I, I mean, Raheem Sterling, we've seen him at Liverpool when he wanted to leave, he was horrible. Now, East yeah. City are willingly trying to get rid of him for Harry Kane. And they basically said to Tottenham, you can have Sterling, you can have Jesus, or you can have Laporte. Now, that's three players who you're disrupting. I don't think Ruben Diaz is as good as people make out. I think last season, the whole Premier League was poor. And when you actually look, City only conceded four fewer goals last season than they did without Ruben Diaz. So, I don't think he's as hyped up as, as people are making him out to be. And... I think if they're going to spend two hundred and sixty million on Jack Grealish and Harry Kane, fair play to them because Harry Kane's twenty eight, and if you spend one hundred and fifty million pounds on a twenty eight year old, I think you're stupid. Yeah, yeah, I was the same as the, the, the City fan that we work with. Yeah, you know, yeah, they'll probably get your goals. You know, you, you can't doubt his goal scoring ability. Um, at his age, he started to pick up injuries. I think they might get twenty games out of him this year. They'll probably get twelve or fifteen goals out of him. Yeah. I could be wrong. Um, he missed a few games opinion, last year, didn't he, for Tottenham? Yeah, he, missed a f- he missed quite a few games last year. He picked up a couple of ankle injuries and stuff. So I reckon he might get 20, 25 games maximum in the league out of him this year. So we'll be lucky to get 15 goals out of him. Uh, and it's a big, big risk for them. Getting back to why we're here. This isn't a Man City podcast. Let's talk about <laughs> the Reds. Yeah, as we were say that. Liverpool. Um, now... Loads of fans are fuming about our transfer business this summer, um, saying that we aren't spending enough. Um, I think it does go down to the... Do I think when Shaqiri goes to Leon, for example, we're going to bring somebody in? Absolutely. I think Saul's all but done, myself. Um, really? Yeah, I do. Because like we've got 17 foreign players. Now, it's all well and good saying we just don't register them in the Premier League and go and buy someone. But then... If you don't go and register, say, Divock Origi in the Premier League, you're paying him 60 grand a week to sit on the bench and only play yeah. in the Carabao Cup or FA Cup games. So people are going mad where Klopp's... Doesn't make sense, Yeah, Klopp's come out and said, we don't need any players. And the journalists have ran away with it, saying, Liverpool's window's done. It's not done. Klopp clearly mm. said, if someone goes, then someone can come in. Yeah, but, yeah I know, think what he, what, he was, uh, what he was getting at Klopp was just quantity of players, not quality. Yeah. Like we've got a squad full of players there. A lot of, you know, there's a few bits of dead wood there that do need to go. But numbers wise, how can how can he bring players in? 
he's only allowed a certain amount of players in that squad, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, we could bring an English player and you could, like, Jared Bowen or... Quite interesting is uh, Jeremy Doku is actually under... Because he's under 21, he wouldn't be registered. So that could be one to look at. And the rumours have uh, heated up with that in recent weeks. And we did actually... He did actually come to Melwood four years ago, Jeremy Doku, and have a look around yeah. Melwood. Klopp shown him round and he was told he was the Sadio Mane replacement. And one Ooh. thing I like about him is he was 15 at the time and he said, I'm not ready for Liverpool. And if they want me, they'll come back in when I'm 20, 22. Yeah, and yeah. he was right. The Liverpool have came back in for him. But if we were to end the transfer window tomorrow, I'm happy. I, I'm I'm quite happy with the business now. People just like to see signings every year, but... Yeah, just for the sake of it, isn't it? And it, it, it doesn't make sense really is. So people are fuming we didn't bring Kabak back in. Now, I strongly believe he was just to bide our time until we got the main man, which we've seen with Van Dijk. Mm-hmm. And our main man this year was Canate. Now, yeah. I've, I'm more swaying to think, I think Thiago is the genie replacement and he come in a year early to learn from genie. Because that yeah. midfield three is going to be Hendo, Thiago and Fabinho. Now, and then you've got Harvey Elliott, who's massively impressed me. I think, I, I'll mm-hmm. dare I say it, I think Harvey Elliott's probably overtaking Curtis Jones in the pecking order at Liverpool now in this pre-season. Yeah, um, if you're going to put them in the same position... I think he's had a much better pre-season. Um, it seems like Klopp has put him in that midfield rather than on the wing, isn't it? Um, yeah. I tell you what, Curtis Jones got one hell of a knock, didn't he, in that last friendly? Did you see it? Yeah. He's missed. missed he's out for the Norwich game. Uh, I think he'll probably be yeah. back, for, back for Burnley next week because concussions, what, about a week, two weeks? We'll probably be about two weeks since then now. Yeah, yeah. That he's back. Yeah, they, um, that felt bad. They didn't. They didn't take it too friendly at the beginning of the game, did they? But no Spanish teams do. If you remember, I think it was two or three. Oh, years we were in ago. America, weren't we? It was against Sevilla, and they were just snapping yeah. players. And then it was Sevilla. I think who's injured? Wesley Fofana for Leicester, and he's out for. Yeah, they they done in. Um, do you remember that left back that Larucci that we yeah. got? I don't yeah. know whether he's still there, but no, he's over in America. They snapped his leg. Yeah, Larucci's went to um, went to one of City's. Feed the clubs. Uh, okay. So he, he's a mank now. <laughs> yeah, but, but like with the with the window, like in terms of midfield, I think Liverpool are running the club properly. And I'm not an FSG lover. I'm not an FSG in it by any stretch of the margin. But in my opinion, when you look at the the midfield stacked, do Liverpool? Would I like Saul in this team? One hundred percent. He's one of the best midfielders in the world. But do we need Saul in this team? Probably not when you look at we've got Keita, Henderson, Fabinho, Elliot, Jones, Oxley, Chamberlain. Chamberlain. Yeah. That's seven midfielders for three positions. If yeah. anything, we probably need an attacker more because we've got Bobby, Salah, Mane, and Jota. So we probably need them more for. Uh, Minamino to be. Let, let's, let's give Minamino See, the credit he deserves. Because... That, that's another thing I said to someone the other day. I think Minamino is a new signing. And everyone was like, oh, behave yourself, Massey. Like, he's going to go. But genuinely, I honestly think that the reason we loaned Minamino to Southampton in January was because we knew we weren't getting into our team. He still, up until January, had not had a pre-season with Klopp because he came in during the COVID, we won the league, and then it was like a two-week break, weren't it? And then you were back into the league mm-hmm. again. So he hasn't had a proper pre-season with Klopp. Now, Minamino has been in the pre-season from the off, from day one with Klopp and with the players and Milner and stuff. So he's had that full training camp in Austria every day, the double sessions. He's massively impressed me. 
in pre-season, to be honest. He looked sharp, he looked hungry. Yeah. He, looked, he just looked solid, hasn't he? Well, that game against Osasuna um, was, I thought he was unbelievable. I, I, I remember watching when he played for Salzburg, I was like, wow, he's some player. And we haven't seen that yet. Now, did Klopp loan Minamino to Southampton to get minutes and bide his time to take him through a pre-season and see how we done? Probably. If he had a bad pre-season, would he have went? Probably. But he hasn't. Yeah. He really hasn't. So He's been flying, hasn't he? And um, it's really, really, you know, what made me so happy over these past couple of weeks, right? Seeing Bobby Firmino. Yeah. Just seeing him flying again because put him in front of the fans. He's an entertainer, isn't he? And, like, it's, it's like a different player. I, we, so I sort of lost a little bit of heart with him last year. Yeah. What do you think? Of, like, Bobby with fans is different, isn't it? Like, that's like basically like a new sign having the fans back with Bobby. Having the, having the fans back is is going to have an enormous impact for us, uh, which is why I think co- quite confident here that we are going to win the league. Like As I said, other teams have improved and other teams have strengthened and people might think we haven't. Yeah. <laughs> like, how good were we that year we won the league? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. What was the difference between that year and last year? No Injuries. fans. And no fans. Injuries and no fans, right? They're the two things. Now, we've got the fans back and we've got their players back. <laughs> we're going to be flying again. I- I'm like, I've never been more confident in my life. Normally, it's you that's going, oh, we're going to win 5 0 <laughs> and all that every week. And we're going to win the league. I'm telling you, we're winning this league. See, that I am, as myself, I- I'm in the same boat as you. I am overly confident I I seen the match of the day predictions the other day and they all they've all put us like third and fourth uh, yeah. even like ex Liverpool players like Robinson and Danny Murphy they've all said City or Chelsea are going to win the league now why will Chelsea win the league Ro- Lukaku fair enough as when him smashed it at Inter that's why he's come back at so much money but he was poor at Chelsea and he was poor at United he was only good at Everton in the Premier League He's went to Serie A, fair enough, made a bit of a name for himself. But do I think he comes and wins Chelsea the league? No. No, and no, then, no he does, he, he'd help, but he's not going to be pivotal. It'll he's be interesting be to like, see who, who Tuchel goes with in terms of Werner or Pulisic as well, because I think if Liverpool's business isn't done, although Werner had a poor season last year, I still think Klopp could improve. And why can't we go and low-ball Chelsea? They're notorious for getting rid of their players too soon. Salah, De Bruyne, yeah. Lukaku. Why yeah. can't we just yeah. go and shaft um, them? I would, I would absolutely give Werner a chance. And uh, yeah, he was. I mean, is this going on the radio? No, no, he was absolute dog shit last year. Like he, he was awfully. He, yeah. he couldn't finish his dinner. He, everything, everything he'd done just turned to shit last year. But players at them season, Sadio Mane was a bit shit last season, wasn't he? <laughs> I'd go as far mean, as saying mean he's a rubbish player. I'd go as far as saying everyone but Mo Salah was shit for the pool last year, Steve. So yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. Like that doesn't mean he's a bad player. Um, yeah. It just means he had a bad season. And as I've seen him in interviews on you know Soccer AM and Sky Sports and all that, it seems like he's got quite a sort of positive attitude about everything. And I don't think last season's going to affect him too much mentally. I've seen yeah, I've seen a few of them interviews where you can see that he's he seems ready. Doesn't he? he seems like he yeah. is ready to go. And another thing that people are, I think, overlooking a little bit, and I've seen someone put it on Twitter as well two or three days ago saying people are overlooking just how important 
a fully revitalised Jürgen Klopp is to this good pool side. Now, Jürgen Klopp had he three loved, weeks he off. He was mentally fucked, didn't he, last year at yeah. points? Because he's been through a lot. Yeah, and he's just had three weeks off with his family. He is charged. You can just see the way he's speaking, the way he is on training pitches. Now, obviously, we don't know Jürgen Klopp. We, we could, he could be gutted. He could be depressed, wanting to leave Liverpool. But for, from the outside looking in, I think he, he is revitalised again. And this is a Jürgen Klopp who's like, right, let's get back down to business. And, and he's lost the gigs as well, hasn't he? I don't like it. I don't like it. Like, I, I think, you know what? I think he's preparing for a season of celebration, so he doesn't want to get them knocked off again. <laughs> I I've seen the like, I'm going to get laser surgery done, so don't get me kicked. I mean, I know I've seen him doing it in pre-season. I was like, yeah, it's probably just in training. And then the headshots went live yesterday, I think, or the day before. And I was already fuming because i seen Cavius manage to finally get a headshot. So obviously he's staying around <laughs> for a year. Oh, well, you know, Mr. Mr. Model there's got to get his face in there. I know, and then i seen Klopp's, and I was like, why is he talking? Like, every year, the evolution of Klopp, he's always had his glasses on. And he's just not got them. So obviously he's um he's been for laser eye surgery over the summer, but <laughs> I just don't think he looks like yeah, he can cough. I'll take some some getting used I need, to. I need to know what his missus looks like because uh, told you that the team I signed up for player for me. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna keep my eye out for his missus when walking around watching us play. <laughs> I think she's called Ula or something like that, isn't she? she? Oh. Yeah, I remember him saying that when we won the league on no, the Champions League when he'd done that tour. Um but in terms of like summer business, I'm happy. Like at the whole purpose. Now you see people in the grounds and they say, Oh, I'd love for the kids to get a chance. Now I remember when Trent got his debut, Curtis Jones got his debut, Ooh. even as far back as probably I mean, I was very young, but Steven Gerrard's debut. When when Scousers come through, when Ben Woodburn was the youngest goal scorer, when mm. you see Scousers getting a minute ago, all the fans absolutely love it because they want Scousers to do well. But then as soon as you're bringing people through the academy who are impressing. It's like, oh, we need a big signing. Like Adam Rowe, even on the best tweet I've ever seen, if Harvey Elliott came from Spain and cost 22 million, people would be creaming the pants for him. But because he's yeah, cost absolutely. 4 million from Fulham, everyone's like, oh, we need a new signing. He is yeah, a new signing. He's not the only one as well. If you look through that three seasons, some of the players, like fringe players and new players that were coming through, Kane, Clarkson, and say, well, Ben, yeah, that's a good goal. There was, there was a few players there, and you look and you go, like that playing them is less of a risk than bringing someone in from a foreign league or you know spending twenty five million on whoever. You've got a player there who looks not you know not the finished article by by any stretch, but comfortable in that team and comfortable in that system, and not a massive risk to throw in the team. And what you want to look at is. We've got Thiago Henderson and Fabinho in the midfield. Whoever comes in is not starting. So someone like yeah. Harvey Elliott's happy to sit on the bench and get any so, minutes. Uh, might not even might not even get on the bench. Yeah. We said it. Look at the, look at the other players you've got there. You've got Chamberlain, Cater, Minamino, amongst all the Curtis Jones. You've, you've you've got like so many players there, and no I, one's gonna if, come in. If Naby Keita can play like he has in preseason, he is a new signing. If you can keep Naby Keita fit this year, he is a new sign because we have never seen Naby Keita play for Liverpool for more than, what, four Three games? games? <laughs> I think pre-season broke his record of consecutive games. Like That shows how, how bad his injury record's been. Now, we brought someone in towards the end of last season to work with Naby Keita around his injuries, and he hasn't been injured since. So, potentially, we could see 
than Abby Kaiser we spent fifty million pounds for three years ago. And if that's the case, and that is that's like a new player as well. So <laughs> I think that's what people need to realise. And then you look at the likes of Costas Simicas. I think he's gonna push Andy Robertson this year. He's gone in my fantasy team, Simicas. Because of Robbo's injury. Because of, because of Robbo's injury and how good he's been. I was like, dead chief, gonna play, probably gonna get assists, probably gonna get um clean sheets. And anyone listening, get on the Reds cast there. Uh, and now I'm going to put the code up here now. Um, giving away a home shirt. I mean, I done it and was like, at the end of the season, that home shirt's old. So if you did win, yeah, but can... it's going to be the Premier League winners. Yeah, if you kit, if you um, if you win the league, you can either have a choice of this season's home away or third kit, or next season's home away or third kit. I just put win the home shirt because too much instruction saying if you win, you can have one of six kits. Um, yeah, someone gets a top if they win. I'm terrible at it. I'll probably give up on it in about two weeks, so I'll be at the bottom. <laughs> um, but I'm I'm confident, quietly confident. Um, looking ahead to the game, then tomorrow, last time we played Norwich first game of the season. We... Matthew, can I just, how good does that sound? The game tomorrow. Like, it feels like an eternity where we've had a proper game. I'll be, I'll be honest, I'm a lot more looking forward to the Burnley game purely because the first game of the season is away and that that friendly on like on Sunday we played Athletic Bilbao it wasn't a full stadium but you know walking up them steps onto the cop I got them goosebumps I got when like my dad first took me the match because it had been two years since you'd been the ground like that you'll never walk alone before kickoff was unbelievable and you could feel how loud it was just being in the crowd and then I come out the ground and you're seeing people on Twitter saying like this is amazing and it was just like amazing to be back. But then that was obviously only a fraction of what that atmosphere can be like because there was a lot of families and stuff who were going for mm-hmm. for the friendly weird first game of the season against Burnley at Anfield. That ground will be shaking. Um so yeah, I'm very excited for the Norwich Norwich game tomorrow, but I am well more looking forward to getting to Anfield next week. <laughs> I, I honestly don't care about tomorrow, to be honest. I just want us to go on it. <laughs> How dare you? I just want three, three points. Absolutely fat and orange. Three points, Jota Atrick for me, Fantasy Footy, and then on to Burnley. <laughs> <laughs> but but how are you feeling about the Norwich game now? I, a transfer room channel I'm part of, LFT transfer room, Jack spoke to Michael Bailey from The Athletic, who said he feels as though Norwich have learned the mistakes this year from what they went two years ago. Now, with Norwich, their best players were Todd Cantwell and Ben Dweer. Now, Ben Dweer's went to Villa. And Cantwell's is, just been injured, hasn't he? Yeah. Uh, and Pukki, when he come up two years ago, he had set the championship like the year before. We haven't really heard his name. Now, I can only honestly only say I've seen Timo Pukki last year twice when Blackburn played against Norwich and I was watching RB Elliot. Other than that, I don't pay much attention to the championship. I mean, I, I look out for Swansea's results uh, and Bristol's results just for two local lads to me who, who play there. But in terms of Norwich, I don't know what to expect. I remember saying to you um, when we played Norwich two seasons ago that I really, really like the way they play football, the way they set up, the way they'll come to Anfield and not sit back and have a go. Do you reckon we can expect that tomorrow or do you think they would have learned the lesson and they are going to maybe sit back a bit more? I think probably they're going to be a little bit more pragmatic. Um, I think they will learn the lesson. And it, it's all very well playing football 
trying to do it, you know, the, the attractive way. It's getting you relegated, mate, and no I, I think someone someone at some point has got to, got to go, hang on a minute, let's just try and get through a few games here first. So I think they're probably going to sit back a little bit. They're not going to come at us because, like, I feel sorry for any team who comes at us because we'll just pick them off. We've got no chance. And I think this season as well, then players have got a point to prove than the poor players. Now, for sure, sure, yeah. I think it'll do their heads in that they haven't been able to, and it should do their heads in that they haven't been able to parade that Premier League trophy to the fans. So yeah. they need to go and win that again and have that moment with us. Now, do you, I know Genie's left, uh, and there's been, there'll probably be Shaq who leaves who's won that Premier League, and there's be, there'll be other players who've left since that Premier League winning squad, but. They've got a point to prove, and Liverpool with a point to prove is a very, very dangerous side, isn't it? We've seen that after we lost the final in Kiev. We had a point yeah. to prove, and we went gung-ho and went and won that Champions League the following year. We won the league the following year after that because we were so close that year. Now, Liverpool had arguably the worst season they've had in under Klopp and still finished third. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that says a lot about the league last year, but still we have to do it. We're the same as anyone else. We've we've got to play them games that get put in front of us. And it was the times in Jordan that season. I was thinking, you know, we'd be lucky to make Europa League. And I thought, times don't want to make Europa League because we don't deserve it. Yeah. But when Allison scored that header, which needs a mention every week, by the way, when he, when he scored that header, that changed everything. That was the moment where it was like, ah, it's happening. Well, there's a, there's a video with um, Tony Bellew and Carragher for the Lab Bible, and mm. Bellew said he just knew when Alison was coming up. It's just a typical cop thing that that happens. And I was sat there, <laughs> I was sat there laughing when he said it because I was like, he's right though, isn't he? Like we do have, yeah, we do yeah. have a bit of luck on our side sometimes, don't we? Yeah, oh, and you're in it, and you deserve it because we we we've had so much bad luck as well. Yeah. But it's just that the, the, the good luck moments are that monumental. Everyone remembers them. Yeah. I think last season if we you, used you look it. At that, like, like Things like the Istanbul final, that that's saved by Duda. That was, that was like, call it genius, call it luck, whatever. It was a monumental moment. No one will remember, you know, I don't know, earlier on that season, the team had Sayori scored an own goal or whatever. Yeah. That sort of bad. You don't need to remember that the absolute moments... Like that. I see, and I think we deserved it last year. Especially Alison Becker, I think, given everything that he went through, for him to be... Every moment in the season, you can pinpoint something. So I'd say that when Liverpool won the league, it was that sour goal against United, what we spoke about before. Yeah. I think that, that header confirmed top four for Liverpool. Yeah, it did, yeah. That, that was the moment everyone went, that's it, that, we're not getting back, we're not coming back from that, that's... That's the way we're going now. I just still can't believe it happened, but <laughs> <laughs> looking ahead to the Norwich game, who would you play? Right. Uh, for me, it's be pretty obvious. It'd be Alisson, Trent, um, Van Dijk, and I say Simakas. You're going to go with start of Van Dijk, yeah, first game? Yeah, absolutely. I think, yeah. Yeah. Gotta be, gotta be. Midfield, Fabinho, Thiago, Henderson, Salah, Mane, Firmino. I, I go with the that trusted one. Block, that, that 11, yeah. And then 
see how they go. Get the game one in 20 minutes and then start making subs. <laughs> but, but that's what we done in against Norwich last time they came. I remember first game of the season. Um, it was two years ago. Like it was the first when the year we won the league, and I was up in the. Yeah, I was up in the upper Annie Road, and and we it was like three nil in first half. I think I remember Divock Origi got every goal Van Dyke scored. I think. Um, now, don't get me wrong. When I got a little notification two days ago saying Jurgen Klopp says Van Dyke and Gomez are fit for the start of the season, does that mean where it's like this player? I mean, like, and it's like Vince McMahon. Yeah. Now, yeah. I was like, I literally, that was like my reaction when I seen that Virgil van Dijk was fit for this start this season because I think we've all been waiting long enough to see that man start a Premier League game. But I'm with Carragher on the camp of doesn't need to be played. Against Norwich, Virgil van Dijk is not needed, in my opinion. So I'd rather van Dijk wait five weeks before he starts a game and then we have him for five years than... Wait, start now, and we have him for a year before he's injured again. The only the first game where Van Dyke's massively important is Manchester City. Do when I was thinking, I think every game, every game is important for Virgil Van Dyke. Get him in, yeah. Put him in goal. Okay, just get him on the pitch. <laughs> I mean, for me tomorrow, I'd probably go Allison, um, Trent. And I think it'll probably be Matip and Canate. Um, because, okay. Purely because Canate needs to gel to the Premier League and he's not going to be able to gel to the Premier League in games against the likes of Everton, Cities, West Ham's established Premier League teams. Yeah, there's so much passion going on in the games. Yeah. Like... And with Norwich, they're a recently promoted side. So nobody in the league really knows how they're going to come up. So with Canate, I feel like that's the perfect game to start them. Then Simmer Castle will be on the left, I think. Um, and then we'll have um, Fabinho. Later. We'll have. Later. Yes. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have, um, we'll have Fabinho as a holder midfielder. And then we'll have. I'm going to go with Elliot and. Elliot and Henderson. You're missing Thiago out, yeah? Yeah, because he, he's only had one game in pre-season. He came back quite late um, from... I mean, I know Henderson came back late as well, but I've, they probably played about the same amount, didn't they? He had a little bit of a knock, mm. though, didn't he, Thiago, when he came back? I think he came... Because he came back a few weeks earlier. He came back with Shaqiri, um, but he had a bit of a knock, so he didn't play again until the... Was it the Osasuna game? It was his first game? Think so, yeah. Um, so I don't think he'll. I mean, he's come out and said he's ready for, mm-hmm. for ready for it. So if he's ready, he's ready. But I don't think he'd. I don't think he'd play. And then I, I feel like up front you're gonna go Mane, Jota, Salah. You're leaving Bobby out after that, that because, performance. Yeah, because I feel like Bobby's gonna come back for the Burnley game at Anfield. Don't get me wrong, I've got nothing against Jota playing. Yeah. I think yeah, I think he's brilliant. Uh, I, you know, personally, from my point of view, I just think Bobby did too much in that last game. Do you think he could shock us though, Klopp, and maybe do a madness and start start Minamino or something? Yeah, again, deserves it. <laughs> Minamino deserves a start after that, at that pre-season. So, whoever he plays... 
I'd even go as far as I, saying I I'd start. A, I would have an issue with. I'd go as far as saying I'd start Elliot, Kaiser, and Fabinho midfield. Henderson's probably mm-hmm. fit, but he's only had a smaller preseason than the likes of Abby Kaiser. So how fit to have all these options though? Like last year, we were we were scraping about for academy players to throw it. I know, and it's good to. I mean, it's not good that Robbo's injured, but I mean, out of all the players to lose in preseason, Andy Robertson was probably the best of a bad bunch to lose in a sense of if you lose Van Dyke, you're like, oh my God, again. If you lose Trent, Nico Williams is nowhere near as good as Trent, where at least with Costas Simakas, he does get forward and is as exciting getting forward as Andy Robertson. So out of the whole team. And he can be a, a little shit out as well. Yeah. Andy Robertson. Yeah, and he calls, what I love about Costas, he calls himself a Greek scouser. He's yeah. amazing. He'll go down in history for me for that. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, out the two positions. Club, hasn't he? Yeah, but the two positions in our team, I think that we cannot lose is well, three positions is Van Dijk, um, and Allison. Yeah, I think you and Trent. I think Costas can do a job for Robbo. I think there's enough midfielders who can do a job providing they aren't covering centre backs, and there's enough mm. attackers. So. I just still don't understand the meltdown and why we haven't bought anyone. Because when you delve into the squad, we've pretty much got two players for every position. Now, when you look at centre-back, I'd go as far as saying that we've got the best four centre-backs in the world. When fit, when fit... I don't know about that. When fit, Joel Massip... We've got the single best centre-back in the world, but I think the rest is a little bit... No, when fit, Joel Massip is the the second best centre-half in the world. When fit. (laughs) And I mean that. He is class. When Joel Massab's fit, there is no doubt on how good he is. Uh, Joel, he's very good. He's very, very good. I think you, you're giving him a little bit too much. Who's better than him in the league? No, you said the world. Who's best than him in the world? Chiellini. Nah. 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 You. <laughs> I can name. I can name anyone. I can go out with like Roger Moore. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, and even in the league, like. You look, at, you look into the league, I genuinely believe there's no no one stronger at the back than Liverpool. I mean, the only one maybe you could maybe argue, like, yeah, he's up there, probably would be Ruben Diaz, but like I said before, I don't rate him. I really don't rate him. He's a good centre-back, but he's not one of the best in the world. He hasn't revitalised Manchester City. They didn't win the league because of Ruben Diaz. They won the league because the rest of the league was crap. West Ham finished sixth or fifth. It says it all. Like, But speaking of that, where do, you think we'll, where do you think we'll finish this year? I know you're going to come back with the... Uh, you've got a bet on it. You can't say anything otherwise. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I've got money coming in if we win the league. Yeah, top. I mean, I don't think it'll be comfortable. Yeah. Because say, Chelsea and City are really strong and they're, they're going to push us all the way. But it's ours. Like, I have got no doubt in my mind. I don't care if we lose the first three games of the season. We're still winning the league. I'm like you, you know, I'm... There was a weird prediction thing went round yesterday after match of the day. How does everyone was saying, well, what's your predictions for the year? And I put Liverpool as to, to win the Premier League and the Champions League. Now, when me and you done the predictions last season, I wish I had the book on me. <laughs> My surprise was at uh, Everton. I mean, do you know what I was looking at? We actually did get a few things right in, in terms of positions. Um, but I've put Liverpool down for the league and Champions League. Now, I think Liverpool will do the double. Because there's not a more that I... I think every club in world football will be out to knock PSG out. But they, obviously, obviously are the favourites. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that team's a joke. It shouldn't happen. It, I honestly believe their owners are playing FIFA. 
Like he's played FIFA too yeah. much because it's just a maddest summer. How on earth is financial fair play stopped Barcelona getting Messi but PSG <laughs> can have him? Do you know, how are we living in a world where the best young keeper in world football goes on a free? One of the best midfielders in world football in Wijnaldum goes on a free. One of the best central defenders ever in Ramos goes on a free. And the best player of all time goes on a free. It's ridiculous how that can happen. And but I think we win the Champions League as well. I think we win it all. Is there anything that you really, really want us to win this year aside from the league? No, I don't care. Well, I don't, not that I don't care, but I think priority is to get that league title. See, I don't want to. I don't want to slip away. Yeah, I don't want to like come away from that 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 winning mentality in the league because it's so easy to to slip away. Look at what happened to Man United for years. Exactly. I don't want that to happen to us. Exactly that. Well, when I was watching um, Gary Neville's thing with with Carragher and Keane over that, I didn't know it's been about fourteen years since Arsenal won a league. And it's been nearly yeah. ten years since United won the league. Now, when you put it into context, like we wait, I know we waited thirty years, but Arsenal are nearly halfway to thirty years. United are ten years now. If you if you would have asked me as a kid, United are going to go ten years without winning a league, I would have bit your hand off because you were winning yeah. every 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 year. Do you know what I mean? So, but for me this year, the one cup I really want us to win is the FA Cup. I mean, that'd be a nice little side. We haven't won it since Steve Gerrard. It's got to be alongside the Premier League. Yeah, alongside the Prem. The Prem, I know qualms. I know we're going to win the Prem. I'm I'm so confident. But the FA Cup, we haven't won since 2006, since Gerrard won us there. Henderson's won everything by the FA Cup Mm. in his career. If he wins the FA Cup, he's won everything. Now, if rumours are believed and Henderson probably will not renew his contract and leave in two years... For me, that is two years to win the FA Cup. Yeah. Because I'd love Henderson to leave as one of the most decorated captains ever because the amount of stick he gets from other teams. If Henderson leaves and he's won everything, he's in an elite club. I think the only ones in that are the people who played for United and Chelsea, if I'm not mistaken, like your Drogba's, your Keens and stuff like that. Like he is, he's in that club. Do you know what I mean? He's already, in terms of honours, surpassed Gerrard. He'll never surpass Gerard in terms of ability, but honours, he has. So he needs that FA Cup. Yeah, say I'm I'm all for the FA Cup as a side dish. I'm I'm for everyone. We're gonna win the quadruple. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you get your money on it. Uh, so before we go, gives a a score prediction then for the Norwich game. Surely it's gonna be a Four big nil. one. Four 0 Four 0 Scores. Uh, Salah's going to get a couple. Bobby Firmino's going to get one. And Virgil's going to get one. I'd love it. I'm going to go 4-1. Because um, Liverpool always like to concede a goal. I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I th- I'm probably going to go similar scorers. But I think Naby Keita, if he plays, will score. Yeah. Um, I think Salah will get one. And I'd really, really like Sadio Mane to get two. Because if Mane gets two, he's instantly above Salah. That pushes Salah constantly from day one. Yeah. And then that yeah. gives Mane that confidence that I think he needs. Uh, I think I think if Mane doesn't score early on in the season, it'll drag out where he scores pretty much first game. And what a first game to have it. We love a game against Norwich. But Carrow Road yeah. is hard. We've seen with that game when Lallana got the last-minute winner. It's a hard ground to go when it wants to be, but... 
I think it's vitally important Sadio Mane scores tomorrow for his season because mm-hmm. he's a confidence player. But like I said before, I do not care about this game. I just want all them lads back at Anfield next week. And I think I think the players are probably in a similar. I'm not saying they don't care about Norwich, but they probably can't. They're going to be buzzing a lot more for Anfield, aren't they? Yeah, without doubt. And it's without full. Doubt. It's full. It's got fifty-five thousand of us in that. Um... You're, gonna, you're gonna have to start queuing now to get in, though, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> that, was just, that was a joke getting into like that. Them one. tickets, right? I've seen a lot of hate for them. It'll work, but it's also a bit isolating audience so like for someone like me for example do you know when you pay by your phone if you're paying by your bank card that's how you yeah. get into the ground so for someone like me and you who probably use our phones to pay more or less every day it's easy yeah. but for for example when i was queuing you see older people trying to figure phones out now with oh yeah a lot of these older people have probably only been bought smartphones by the family to get into the ground so I think they should yeah, kind of, you should have a choice, yeah, you it. should have a choice, do you want the card or do you want the phone? And then there was someone in, behind me uh, in that friendly queuing up and he had six tickets on the one phone. So he's going through the turnstile and having to pass his phone back to kids to scan oh, the ticket. Right, yeah, yeah. And then you've got like five-year-olds trying to scan this ticket up here. But, <laughs> but, and they can't, you know, where usually if you had a card, it's just, it's dead easy. So yeah, I, yeah. I understand why they've changed it to being with the times and the first people to do it was... Tottenham and your your phone can guide you to your seat and the technology yeah. behind Tottenham Stadium is incredible. That's fine, but that should be an option, not a requirement. Not like a requirement, you know. Yeah, so I mean, I I show you on my phone, but I probably start getting on my tickets, Rob. But like <laughs> on me on your wallet on your phone now, your members cards there, not an actual mm-hmm. physical card. So it's like you're paying them twenty four pound for a bit of pixel. You're not even getting something physical anymore. Ridiculous, oh, but. If it means that Henry's going to go and buy us Mbappe in a few days, then... <laughs> <laughs> all for it, yeah. Yeah, I'm all for it. But nice one for coming on. We're back for the new season. I hope everyone likes the new graphics and stuff like that. Um, we've got a few a few very, 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 very cool interviews lined up. So before I do go, I'll let you know, the Redcast is staying as it was the past two seasons where we review games and build up to games, talk after every game, but I'm also going to throw the added spice of a few cool interviews in there and I have had some massive, massive guests confirm from now till Christmas. So I don't even want to throw a teaser out there to be honest with you because I just want to just drop everyone like a bomb to be honest because there's some massive guests. Guests who I didn't even think was obtainable. Um, But before I go, I want everyone to get down. Um, I'm actually hosting a book launch about Billy Riddle which is insane. Uh, I done a podcast. <laughs> I done a podcast with Peter Kenny Jones um, last Sunday, and then he gave me a message and asked me to, would I be willing to host this book launch about Billy Riddle at a hundred. Um, so make sure you get down to Waterstones on the eleventh of November between six and eight. Uh, you can meet Peter Kenny Jones. He's a football historian. Wrote an amazing book, well connected with the club. You're probably going to have a few people from the club down there as well. You get to see me hosting it, popping the questions. It's going to be heavy, and the Reds cast as players in that position. So um, the Reds cast on tour. Make sure you get there. But hopefully you win Norwich. Hopefully you win the Prem. And we'll see you all probably on Wednesday next week. <laughs>